0: Jamie here from the NOIC Godcast, where we offer wacky wisdom weekly from God's Word. On today's episode, we will be diving into the expectation of being a disciple. As it as it is back to school season, whether you are in school, you work in a school, have kids in school, or you just haven't been there for several years. I'm not naming any names.
1: I can't really look at Kevin. He hasn't
0: going to school. That's you. That's right.
1: And I'm actually going to be in school like every day. He hasn't been to school. Well, I mean, you work in a school. school. That's true. That's true. That's true. We just had this conversation. Yeah, you were the problem.
0: It was you. I was the problem all along. (laughs) Turkey. Either way, we all understand how going back to school typically goes. You have a bunch of kids that have been free to do whatever they want for the last, you know, three months. I mean, hopefully within reason. I hope they weren't just allowed to just do whatever, anything. Nothing's off the table. And then Trust suddenly, me somewhere, yeah, you're yeah, like, that I'm pretty sure. And then suddenly, they have to come back into a scheduled school setting.
1: Do you guys like? So I went to a school mm-hmm. uh, locally here, working with the principals of the school, and I went in and like it had been a long time since I've been in school and mm-hmm. so I just smelled it and I was yeah. like yeah. my stomach started doing flip flops I'm yeah. like I really don't <laughs> like I'm gonna fail yeah. this math test like, <laughs> I had anxiety just from the smell but like yeah. there is a school smell there is but there you is. know the
0: funny thing is about that is that you actually when did you go into homeschool?
2: high
1: school ninth grade
0: oh okay then you had you, you had more time
1: I had lots of smells
0: years of smells That years of smells You was smelling
1: <laughs> I smelled a lot of things is what I mean <laughs> <laughs> just so much better. Let's move on.
0: Oh, goodness. So as all these kids are, you know, they come piling in from summer break, the teacher has to set classroom expectations mm. and explain the standard that they will hold each student to. While the teachers in physical classrooms use this for their own sanity, they also use it f- for the betterment of the student, they are gonna know when they walk in what they're expected to be and how to act for the rest of the year. Did you have something to say? You you sighed.
3: Just the uh, expectations of classrooms. Because I had one boss tell me like it is easier to be the mean teacher mm. at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and then ease up as the school year mm-hmm. you know comes along. And uh, unfortunately, like not every person who works at a school abides yeah. by that and then it comes around christmas time and they're scrambling to get kids to follow a routine yeah. i'm like
0: that's your own, problem. Your own fault yeah. yeah that's your own problem you extended
3: the summer into the school year <laughs>
0: yeah so i think it would be pretty unfair if a teacher never gave any expectations to their students but then got angry when those standards weren't met uh, very much like teachers, God has given us a set of standards, whether we are the one discipling or the one being discipled to. Um, I know that we talked about it a little bit last week, but we can make discipleship so complicated when God just gives us basic expectations. So let's take a couple we'll look at a couple of those today. First, you have to be saved. Mm. Mm. Important stuff. Important. Yeah. You know, it's the first step on the discipleship journey is to accept Jesus as your Savior and that without him, your sin could not be forgiven. Um, Some people may say that you can learn the Bible without being saved. And technically, yes, you, you can. There are many smart people through history that have studied the Bible and know all the information. However, there is a difference between learning the Bible and learning the Bible through God. The Pharisees knew a lot about the Bible. Or not the Bible, but their own things. But they were looking at it through their human eyes. The only way you can truly become a disciple of Jesus is to view it through God's eyes, which is why you can only do that if you are saved. No? Yes, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes, correct, correct. You're doing I thought I heard a... No?
3: Yeah, no? No, I don't do that. Oh. <laughs>
0: it's sound active. <laughs> okay. But that's the thing. Is like I think that a lot of people get... Confused, They they think that they can skip a step because I actually knew a lot of people that, like when I was working as an STNA, they were like, oh, I will get saved once I learn more. And it's it's backwards. You're not yeah. going to be able to actually apply and learn the things that the Bible is trying to, you, you're, you know, you're not going to learn those things if you don't have him, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And they always were like, yeah, no, I'll read into it. Now, you know, once I have this set standard of knowledge, then. I'll get saved, and I'm like, yeah. that's not happening. That
1: I think works. the apostle Paul is like the perfect example of a church person versus a disciple. Yeah, because Saul and Paul, mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. Saul, like, he went to church. Yep. He read the Bible. He was like like overachiever, mm-hmm. like willing to keep everything, do everything, be involved in everything. Like, I'll hold your coat, literally. Um, and <laughs> so, but then he gets saved, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden he goes from Saul to Paul, and now Paul, literally, who meets who meets him on the road, mm-hmm. Jesus, and he says, stop kicking against the pricks, come follow me. And mm-hmm. so Saul becomes Paul, who is a disciple of Jesus. And I think in our day today, we have a lot of the same. Like, a lot of people think because they sit in the pews, they're a disciple. Not not so. Mm-mm. Because they read their Bible, they're a disciple. Not so. Because they do this or do that, mm-hmm. they're a disciple. Not so. Yeah. Are you a follower of Jesus? Yes. Ultimately, that's the that you have to be saved. You have to be a follower of Jesus to be a disciple.
3: Yeah. I think that the reason why some people look at it from once I read the Bible and Every, then I'll become mm-hmm. saved. it's kind of like the human expectation of like you want to know what you're getting yourself into yeah. before you commit to it yeah. which you know I mean I that's
0: mean? that is biblical too because it says it to count, count the cost, cost yeah. Yeah. and I think that that's fair but the, it's the it's the pridefulness I think it's the I want to know exact like I know a lot of people that they don't go to church and they don't do things like I had a lot of people that, when I worked with them that because they didn't want to look stupid. They didn't want to be. They didn't want to not know what was going on. Oh, like they were like, I don't want to go to church because like, what if or like,
1: what if they asked me to read a Bible? Well, what, what, <laughs> what if they what if they asked me to
0: read off the screen? <laughs> like that type of a they thing. They know how to read. They, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I've, they took care of people. I would assume they knew how to read. But like, that's the thing. Is like, I think it's a a pride thing. You don't want to be seen as someone that doesn't know what's going
1: on. Which again is very much a no, no go with Jesus. Like if you want to come with keeping up self image and pride, like you're not a disciple and you're not a Christian.
0: I think this next one's going to like might step on some people's toesies. Okay. It shouldn't, but I think it will. Okay. Two, you are expected to attend church regularly. Hebrews 10 25 says not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching church attendance is a requirement this isn't a, it's a non-negotiable for the average Christian there are going to be outliers in every church there's going to be people that are really sick and can't get out you know or you have to work etc and these things will pop up however for the majority of Christians and for you know, the majority of the time, church attendance is a standard. If you are actively choosing that you don't want to go to church based on your own convenience, then you're not meeting the requirements for a learner. It shouldn't be a, well, today I don't I don't feel like I want to go to church. I want to go to this ball game. I want to go uh, take part in Cedar Point. I want to go do this, that, and the other. It should never be Uh, waking up and deciding it shouldn't be a question it shouldn't be am i going to church today it should be you're going to church today um actually uh my commentary in my bible said this you're gonna have to help me this and is it and admonition admonition Admonition. admonition involves far more than erratic attendance it involves the entire worship of christ and is an outward indication of an inner condition the assembling of God's people provides opportunity for the reciprocal um, encouragement and strengthening and the stirring up that that can be gained from one another. It consists of participation in worship and fellowship. The church is a body interacting. It is not merely a dispensary of spiritual food and medicine. Ooh,
1: that's true. That's good. I think, like, I think church attendance um, is the Effect of the cause. Mm-hmm. Is that yes. fair? So like I'm a disciple. Yes. Thereby the effect of being a disciple is that yes. I am in church. I'm a part of the body. Yeah. I'm plugged in. I'm involved. Yeah. I want to be here. Um I'm I'm uh what was it? I'm at his dispense. I don't remember how I worded that. Uh, but I think a lot of people see that backwards. Like <laughs> yes. they they justify their discipleship by attending church. Yes. And it's that's backwards. No. Right. Yes. Um, and I think also to say like you can't be a disciple unless you go to church, like Technically, yes, but technically, yeah. no. Yeah. Like, it's not the church attendance that no, makes you a it's disciple. The, it's, the, it's the Exactly. It's yeah. the fulfillment of, of what Jesus said to yeah. do because we learned last week being a disciple is being a learner. Yeah. Uh, and so it's doing what Jesus has said to do. And so, you know, it is, it is now having a heart to fulfill what Jesus has said. And he has told us to yeah. be a part of a, a local congregation. And I think church. that's
0: the thing. It's not a you have to go the like the whatever it it, like it's not a schedule thing it's a thing of the heart and so like if you're if you're waking up and you're like i just don't want to do this i'm not going that's the problem because this is where you're one of the outlets of what you're learning this is if you're not going to it's like if you just didn't go to school how are you going to graduate the class Mm -hmm. if you don't show up if you don't participate and so it's there um anything on you guys did
3: you have anything? Uh, I did not. Okay. I can make something up. No, you oh, don't have to make nothing okay. up. Okay, all right.
0: All right. Three, you are expected to be in communication with God and to be reading his word. I think this one is pretty simple, but it, I think it's where most Christians fail. There was a study done by Pew Research that says that eighty or 68% of Christians claim they talk to God every day, which is seems good, right? I mean, that's over half. Right?
1: It's still a C. Uh,
0: yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I mean, but like in the grand scheme of things, I actually, D. I kind of actually yeah, expected it to be. D. It's been a long time. I actually I expected that to be lower.
1: Yeah. No, I Yeah. But how many of them are like, oh my, uh, I, I talked I, to um, well, like, them. That what, doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, That's the thing. It's that's, like, if you're
0: like, hey, yeah. that doesn't count. But then there was also a study done by Good Faith Media regarding how many Christians read their Bible and how often. Only 10% of Christians read their Bible daily. Yeah. The highest percentage bracket was people that only read their Bible twice a year. Like, I, how does that work? I've always seen those Christmas and like, Easter.
1: <laughs> but just, do people do? I guess so. Like, we yeah. read our Bible at like Christmas and Easter too. I guess. Yeah. But it's like just, you read like, the Easter
0: story like you read the Christmas day, story. Like, yeah. It's
3: February thirteenth. I don't know. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: Bible.
3: so what do they like? What do they classify as like reading? reading? No, because okay. So, when I first got saved in the day and age of Facebook, like, I would come across, like, scrolling through Facebook, I would come across a scripture, and I w- it's kind of like a lot of those things are, like, based on a biblical story. But it's it's not, like, what they not put is not what the yeah. Bible says. Yeah. So, and I want what the Bible actually says, because it, it piqued my interest. And what I would do is I would go to the Bible and not just read that verse, but read the whole chapter, because... I want to get the verse in context Mm -hmm. of what it's Mm -hmm. talking about, okay? So I would find myself, like, you know, during my morning Bible readings, my nightly Bible readings, and then through the course of the day, I'm probably reading 10 chapters just based on Mm -hmm. that, you know what I mean? So, like, when when they say read their Bible daily, I think what they're referring to is when you set a time apart, Just right. to read the Bible, yeah. not just by circumstance. You read, yeah, you know what I mean. A part of the Bible, but I
1: think those numbers kind of make sense when you take in consideration. So sixty eight percent say they talk to God, mm-hmm. but only ten percent read their Bible. Because when you consider, so it's often said that praying is. Um, Basically, when we read the Bible, it's God speaking to us. Yes. When we pray, it's, it's us speaking to God, mm-hmm. yes. right? And so when, when your Christianity is centered on you, Did I need to tell him a lot of yes, things. Yes. Uh, 68% of us know that we need to tell him yeah. a lot of things. But like 10% only 10%, of 10% of are like, God, help me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I need to hear from you. And so that actually sounds just like America, the world. Um,
2: uh, America.
1: <laughs> America. <laughs> um, but again, I think the underlying thing here is that um, this is a fe- an effect of the mm-hmm. cause. If you're a true disciple, you desire God's word. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're a true disciple, you desire to speak to God and to pray to God and to spend time in, in fellowship with him. Um, but you don't do those things in order to be a disciple. Yeah. Those are an outflow, and yes. effect in your right. life because you are a disciple. Yep. Um, and so I think that's, yeah, that's something we can often get backwards to. I think there yep. are probably even more people who uh, read the Bible and pray and claim that is their Christianity than that attend church. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. not what defines Christianity. Yep. It's an effect of Christianity. Yes. It's an outflow of Christianity. yep, yep.
0: yep. And I think that's the thing is like I I feel like a lot of people are like I, I talk to God but I will absorb the knowledge from my Bible sitting on my nightstand. Right. <laughs> you just like you just like let me fall asleep or, with this next to me. Or what the <laughs> pastor says that right. enough that's enough Bible study that I need. Absolutely. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. You know. Which isn't Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: Good job, you too.
0: Good And job. that's the thing is like in there like and, and then how are you supposed to Because one of the other requirements is you have to be able to share it. Right. Yeah. And so how are you going to share something you have nothing, you know nothing about? And like, obviously there are going to be the, like you have the gospel and that's something that you, like a lot of people dig deep into and that's, um, what they share out. But like, you can't just, that's not where you can just stop. The whole, the whole Bible's there. Mm-hmm. And so you're not supposed to just, well, I have the gospel. I don't need like anything else in the entire Bible. No, you need to be reading onwards. You need to go deeper. And that's the whole thing is you're supposed to be learning. It's not a stopped po- process. And I think that's another thing it, to note, too, is that you're never done. And the people that are even maybe discipling you are not done. right? And so you're constantly in this learning. So it's never a, oh, well I read through the entire Bible. I got it. yeah, I'm done. It, that's not how this is. It's a repeated thing that you're supposed to be continually going into. Cause you know, we've talked about it before, but how many times have you went in and you're like, I don't remember that being there before, yeah. you know,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. complete honesty. I am alarmed. Um, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A lot of Christians, give off the vibe. Are we allowed to say we give off off the vibe that they have arrived? Hey, I didn't know that was coming, (laughs) but that was swell. Uh, They give off this vibe that like they've, they've read it all. They know it all. They have nothing further. That's a problem. That's, that's, that's not good. Um, I mean, imagine James and John when they were like, yeah, Jesus, we're good from here on out. Like you go find the other two. We're done. Mm -hmm. No, that would be ridiculous. They absorbed Mm -hmm. every waking moment. And so I feel like, like there's very much a thing in church for and the, the ironic thing is, like, as a church, we're okay with that. Yeah. We find that acceptable or we act like that's acceptable. And it's really not. Like, the pastor who's supposed to have, like, right, spiritual knowledge yeah. above the rest, yeah. I would say, he should never arrive. Like, yeah, no. he should never come to a place where – but a lot of times we come across that way or we portray ourselves that way. It should not be so.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: I think that we maybe subconsciously betray our way that way when we're discipling someone yeah. – because when you're discipling, like you're teaching, so you want to come across as having all the answers, yeah. which instills more belief in them of mm-hmm. what they're telling you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like if you're stumbling through it and they're asking question after question, you can't answer their questions like anything they're else. They're going to have no confidence in what Ex- you're Exactly. Yeah. In what you're saying.
1: But the other approach would be to tell them, listen, I'm a learner. Yep who is making learners, but who's still learning. Yeah, You right. know what I mean? And yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a great disciple. way to put it. That's I boys all
2: the time. They'll, they'll do something wrong. And I'm like, you guys know you're not supposed to do this. And then we go the whole like, you know, why should we not sin and that whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I I didn't do – like I wasn't much different than you this morning. You right. know what I mean? Like I still struggle with something. Right. Just, you know, yeah. a few minutes ago when I yelled right. at you, like I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So like I want them to know that like I know where I stand
0: but i i haven't arrived you know right. what i mean yeah. like
2: we're we're still learning and yeah. we're still doing this together and i yeah. think that's important to yeah. show it's a
0: humility thing it's yeah. a understanding that you can help others while also still needing help yeah you know
1: Yep. well and and the one uh that the one we are a learner of the one who mm-hmm. is our, we are being discipled of right mm-hmm. jesus he is meek and lowly mm-hmm. like and so what that means is he should reproduce meekness yes. and lowliness mm-hmm. yes. and yet the church is filled with Puffed up arrogance. Yes. <laughs> and right. have, yeah, yeah, it's it's not. That that's the anti disciple. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's the exact opposite of what
3: Jesus is trying to produce in us. And that's a problem. Yep. I can think that's because people don't, like, when you're low key, I guess that's a good way to say it. Like, if, if you're like a low key, humble person, you know what I mean? You're, people don't follow you as well mm-hmm. as if mm-hmm. you were like a boastrous I
1: think you can be confident in Christ. Like, I don't know. I think of several people that come to mind. I'm not going to name the names, but I can think of several people who they don't come across arrogant. They don't come across prideful, but they do come across confident, but mm-hmm. not on themselves. Like a confidence okay. in yeah. Christ that, does that make sense? Yeah, there is
0: a difference between confidence and arrogance. Yeah,
1: and yeah.
2: Well, I think you, kind of like Dad preached this morning, you have to know, your position and God's position. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, I know that I can never be on God's level. He is holy, right. he is perfect, and I know I am dirty, rotten sinner, and I can never be more than that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you just have to remember that and keep that yeah. in place. And then you, if I was discipling you, we're at the same level. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm yeah. not closer to yeah. God than you. Like, we're both sinners, no matter yeah. what, covered by yeah. his yep. blood. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: But again, kind of like Kevin said, like, you do have ultimately, if you're going to be followed you do have to have a level of confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like having that confidence, I am a wretch, but I have the righteousness of Christ. Yep. And so that confidence is yep. not in me because yep. I know I'm a wretch, but right. my confidence right. is in the righteousness of Christ. Right. And you can apply that to many mm-hmm. areas of Christianity, but that's one example. There is an, there is an importance, if you're going to be followed, you do have to have some kind of, you know you you're going to be talking worth following. Well, I think
0: that you can tell a difference between somebody that's just coming off as like, I know this stuff and being like, uh, I was only given this by him. Right. You, right, mean, right, you can tell yeah. the difference between Knowing somebody it and living to. it, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, or just regurgitating facts. Yeah, like that's don't you love that word? It's just a great one. Regurgi- regurgitating, regurgitating, <laughs> yeah, you regurgitating. No, you regurgitating. Uh, <laughs> but regurgitating facts like that is an easy way to appear smarter mm-hmm. than you are. Appear, yeah, appear, you know, whatever. But ultimately, if you have nothing to back those facts, yeah. uh,
0: and I think that's true. a big, it's I think that's smart. a big deal too. If you are in this, like when you are in the learning process that you're making sure that when you're learning the information and you're gathering, it, it's not f- so you can be that way. So you right. can be boastful, so you can be whatever, like you're learning it because you want to get closer to him because you want to know more of him and not because you just want to show down in familiar Jeopardy. You, you know you what I mean? People right. <laughs> you, well, you shouldn't be learning
2: these things to, because like, I want to have more disciples. Right. Yeah. Like I want to be smarter than everyone else. Right. This I isn't, this it. isn't the pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Like, discipleship comes yeah. because like, the Bible says that when you know things, you're going to become a teacher. You're going to become, right. you know what I mean? Yes. So, like, once right. you have learned this stuff, like, discipleship is kind of, it's, it's going to happen, yeah. yeah, you know, regardless. Um, I was thinking
1: of the verse, and we get all wrong, the verse that says, um, you ought to be teachers by now, but you're still babes. Right. And, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the state of the church. Like, we have these people who rise to the top and appear as if they're mm-hmm. teachers, and yet they don't know anything. They're very arrogant, but they really just have regurgitating of facts. Mm-hmm. And the Bible calls us out on that. Shame on you, mm-hmm. church. Like, you mm-hmm. should be teachers by now. You should be to the place where you actually have understanding yep. given by Christ. You should be a disciple making disciples,
3: and yet you're still children in the play yard. Yep. I yep. think the, it, it's it's so simple that understanding our position to God, that's easier to teach, okay? Like, I can say to someone, listen— I'm nothing, yeah. and you're nothing, God is everything, okay? Yeah. So you and I on equal playing ground, okay? But the approach of, like, I know this, so I'm closer to God, yeah. and I'm going to tell you what I know to make you closer to mm-hmm. God. Like, that's what causes the pridefulness yep. and, and all that because they're not taking their position. It's almost like, yes, and because at, at some point, OK, it's almost like they're saying that's You're filthy dirt because I know more. Yeah. I'm no longer filthy dirt. I'm just dirt. You know, <laughs> like like, dirt, you know what I mean? Like I'm acceptable dirt. You know what I mean? So but when you take it as the correct positioning, you know what I mean? We're all at the bottom of the barrel. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to tell you that there's something greater yep. out there, not necessarily that that Greater thing is me. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean?
2: Well, you generally have a heart to help them. Yeah. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I want you to, like, when I see my kids, like, I want them to have and know and feel what I have in God, and I can't force it on them. No. All I can do is disciple them into yeah. that. Yep.
1: Uh, Paul wrote in Philippians two seven uh, t- that Christ um, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, mm-hmm. uh, but laid down his reputation and became as a servant. Uh, and so, and and what he ends with is says, have this mind in you which Christ had, have Christ's mind yep. emptied for others, right? And so it's just this laying down of reputation, like. Jesus knew everything. Like, he was God. Yeah. Like, if right. there's everyone who arrived, yeah. it yeah. was Jesus. Yeah. He had every reason to boast, and yet he laid his reputation aside. Mm-hmm. He humbled himself. Yep. He didn't become arrogant and puffed up and prideful. He humbled himself. And then what did he do? He came to serve. He came to empty his life for mm-hmm. others, serving and joining in the lows, right? Mm-hmm. He went and hung out with the lowest of the lows. Yep. And so he came to serve in humility, um, have that mind which yeah. is in you, which is in Christ yep.
0: Jesus. 100%.
3: It's it's interesting how, like, you can, like, as a Christian, you're choosing that lowliness, mm-hmm. if I can put it that way. Mm-hmm. and But there are people who didn't choose that position yeah. in their life. That's just, you know what I mean, where head. life puts them. And yet those people are striving mm-hmm. not to be what mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. Christian should be. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like they're trying to climb the the life ladder. Yeah. You know what I mean? It become mm-hmm. bigger and it's the exact opposite. Like yep. you don't need that ladder. Like you don't need a ladder. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> stay where you are and achieve this. You know? Yeah.
0: So today's quote, I actually I'm sure someone said it. I don't know who said it, but
3: Typical.
0: somebody did. True discipleship dishi-
1: <laughs> Well, you should have
0: <laughs> said true discipleship is so hard. <laughs> It's so hard. The word is just so hard to say. That's great. That's wonderful. Let's
1: just end the episode right there.
0: (laughs) True discipleship is so hard because most people can't cope with this level of self denial. Mm, Yes. It is good. (laughs) And it's also just hard to say in general. (laughs) Uh, That's Uh, why they didn't take credit for it. It's impossible to say. It's just (laughs) impossible to say. But in today's feature, content is Say, more and more of you. It is really good. trivia last week. I don't even remember the question. It was, who
2: was the first oh, disciple yeah. What's oh, your called?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's what it was.
0: First one called. The answer mm-hmm. was Andrew. Andrew. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh-huh. Would well, you know what number that was? Or letter that was?
1: I want to say C.
2: C? You, you usually I know, C. I should have <laughs> been A Andrew. <laughs>
0: B. Bartholomew.
2: <laughs>
1: right. see yeah, that's yeah. C. Chi, uh, Caiaphas wasn't a disciple. I don't know who it would have been.
0: <laughs> I don't even know who the disciples are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week's uh, trivia question How old was the youngest high school graduate? Mm. Wow. A, C. A, C. No.
1: <laughs> a, <laughs> six. Jamie is not the youngest graduate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I may have been the oldest. No. A, (laughs) 6, B, (sighs) 8, C, 10, or D, 12. Um, Happy birthdays out there for Gabrielle Dunlap, which is August 17th. Um, August, August. (laughs) Are you okay? I can't read. Austin Mosier, August 17th, and Adeline Hammock, August 20th. Do we have any mail? I probably shouldn't read it, but do we have any? <laughs> we have no mail. No mail. No mail today. so no call. Please, please write us. Please write us. We want to hear from you guys. Um, thank you guys for watching this. Um, remember to subscribe, share, comment. Let us know what you're thinking. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.
1: you It's not a blue. It's
2: not, not a blue. Fly. I can fly. I
1: know.
2: You don't know I'm blue?
1: I never knew the actual words. I just knew the.
0: I mean, I don't know that anyone knows the real words. Yeah, it's just, uh, but the. Uh, they wrote it in like five minutes. <laughs> they were falling box. downstairs as, I, as they wrote it. Those are the words I say.